Hey guys, welcome to Navigating a Privateer Life. I'm Nathan. So a lot's been going on with me. I am out here in Monterey. Uh, got some cool rides in. Uh, pipeline at Toro, Toro Park. Amazing. Probably one of the funnest trails I've ever ridden in my entire life. Super pumped. That's going to be my new trail. My new spot to ride. Didn't expect the climb to be like it was. It was steep, long, crazy. Um, <clears throat> some fast locals. Really fun. Enjoyed the hell out of it. I'm going to keep doing it. Keep going. Going to explore Fort Ord a little bit. And probably Hollister at some point soon. So some cool things have happened out there. They just dropped the new XT and SLX. Shimano drivetrains and brakes and all the good stuff, the fun stuff. Um, now they're 12-speed. They've done it. Problem is, is now just like your XD drive, they're going to be on a micro-spline drive. So, new hubs, Shimano, DT Swiss, NSU9 are the only ones making hubs for these new group sets. So, good news for box components and for, you know, Sun Race because they still got the lead on all the people who don't buy new bikes, don't have all the new equipment, giving us some drivetrains that we can start adjusting, which is really cool. I like doing that. Um, you could use your older bikes, buy used, get cheap, privateer life, throw a 11 speed or you know the sun race 12 speed on there uh, the new shimano though does go up to 51 so you are getting almost that same eagle range that you you know from sram that's going to uh you know bring the competition back at the same time they have the new Hyperglide Plus, which they claim is going to help it shift under pressure. Some of the uh, the magazines out there are saying it does work on that, so there you go with that. Um, your full XT group set, it's going to be about 1150 bucks MSRP. It is going to weigh... 2,651 grams or f about 5.8 pounds so you're getting a really competitive weight um, the drivetrain itself is about 200 or 623 about 1800 grams or about 4 pounds so being competitive um, this year with the brakes on both XT and SLX you can have the 2 or 4 piston brakes depending on what kind of stopping power you want you know, I always say that brakes are one of the most important things. Get the ones that stop better. Screw the weight. Get the good brakes. Now, let's go to the amazing races in the Czech Republic. Vanderpol wins the short track and the cross country. And what an amazing race. Like... The way that Vanderpool and Schurter go
go at each other was insane amazingly strong dudes and then the scary part you know as amazing as Schurter is Vanderpool stood up and sprinted away what a maniac how strong do you have to be to sprint away from Nino Schurter I'd say check it out um on the women's side we had Woodruff American woman winning the short track you had you know Kate Courtney winning the cross country you know Americans dominating the World Cup that day amazing keep it up now the race the women's cross country race was dramatic it was incredible Cena Fry took the lead held the lead but the pressure was on you had Neff right behind her and Kate Courtney behind her. Kate Courtney just straight up past Yolanda Neff. Fitness, that kind of thing. You know how those races go. They're such a high level. Can't blame anybody. They're racing so hard. And then Cena Fry from the Netherlands goes to a steep technical climb, doesn't unclip, messes up, loses it, loses the momentum going up the hill. She gets passed by Courtney, who moves up the hill, you know, same way she always does, strong, gets it. Kay Courtney holds it off, Fry falls back, Yolanda Neff, flat tire, blows up the podium, but in the end, Kay Courtney takes the win. Now, those are just some of the cool stuff that happened this week. You know, things that I thought people should know, things that, you know, I think that the new XD group set is going to be a competitor with Eagle, something that's been needing to happen for a long time. XT's that bomb-proof, perfect weight-to-strength, reliability ratio that we all love. SLX is the workhorse. Seeing that go into the 12-speed and give all of SRAM stuff a little bit of run for their money, especially using the micro-spline and being able to get those Eagle gears out of SLX, which is going to give it up, uh, give it a leg up on the NX and GX that are in the SRAM lineup. So, gotta love that. And, uh, yeah, well, here's a little story that I'm going to tell that is from me, personal story, it's funny, drop your pants, you'll get it in a minute, alright guys, enjoy. I went riding in Auburn about five years ago, before I stopped riding my bike. I usually get a group together to shuttle Forest Hill, then... Go ride Culvert and the Confluence Trails. I put a big group together, including a friend who's close. I was actually the best man at his wedding. He's not part of the normal bike circle that I ran with. As a matter of fact, the only riding we ever did was to go down to trivia night from his house. He's the kind of friend who's down for just about anything. 
So I grab my Dano bike for him. I find that putting people on big bikes with big brakes is the best for their first time on probably anything but just a normal bike path or a ride to trivia night. It was late spring. The trail had become dry, but it hadn't been destroyed by hard brake sliding tires yet. The heat had kicked up a little bit by that point, but it was still nice and cool. My early 20s downhill kid was a pimp biker cross-country jersey, courtesy of my good friend Tomo, and one of three pairs of Cowboys Fuzzy Duds. The flame pair, to be exact, for that day, pedaling. Bright orange and red fluffy flannel shorts that I bought from a crazy hippie guy who seemed to be on something a bit quicker than life. This really was to help me stand out when I raced, which it did, and became synonymous with me at North Star as I trained every day. That day at Auburn, though, I did something I normally don't do. A free ball. No undies, just a piece of white rope integrated into the duds and tied to a comfortable limit. We all started riding. Ryan, my friend who had never ridden mountain bikes up to this point, was at the back, and I followed him to make sure he didn't die. After about halfway down, I was convinced he could take care of himself. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure the bike could have handled the trail without a rider on it, but I did have to be sure. I started doing sections at full speed on my 5-inch trail bike that at the time was pretty much a steep XC-angled bike with a little bit more travel, and a post high enough that my OTB passport was already stamped when I threw my leg over the top tube. Near the bottom of Confluence, as it cuts its way along the river, I stopped and waited for Ryan to catch up. When he did, he took off at a hard pace around the corner. There was a split in the trail. The standard rolled down left and right around the pile of rocks, or the optional straight line over the rocks. I took the straight line approach as one with some bike handling experience and suspension would. I popped up the rocks, letting the bike pass under me so that my hips were behind the seat, way back, ready to roll down the rocks. My eyes were focused in front, ready to keep my momentum to attack the next corner. This also kept me from seeing the rock that was just big enough to catch my front tire. All my momentum shifted as the bike stopped. All my momentum shifted as the bike stopped below me. I was forced forward, the seat just in front of my hips. I don't know what my feet were doing, but somehow they managed to get unclipped, and my red and orange fiery fuzzy duds hooked the seat. My legs free from the bondage of their crank brothers' captors. My fuzzies grasping tightly to my seat and all my momentum hurling me toward the rocky bed that I had made for myself. In a destined series of events, I left my shorts 
A breeze flowed onto the skin, normally kept hidden by multiple layers of clothing. Moved towards the rocky trail. Time slowed as my brain was trying to decide what to protect. A decision usually with less options. It decided on nothing, and I hit the ground, sliding through rocks. I jumped to my feet and ran to my bike just as Ryan came around the corner to see me holding my bike, appendages free from all clothing. I put my duds back on and asked, You ready? Ryan nodded. We kept down down the trail. All runs to follow. And an awkward story to tell all of you out there on your bikes. Alright, so your privateer tip today. Not everyone wants to race bikes. Not everyone wants to ride every different type of bike. Not everyone is cut out to ride every type of bike. Or even race bikes. I had to come to this with a really hard conclusion. I am a person who wants to take anybody and everybody and get them into bike riding. So much so that I would completely ruin my own bike riding experiences just so someone else would hate the ride. So my first problem was is that I took them on places that were probably a little too tough for them. But usually they were grown-ass adults and they should have, well, I figured they could handle it themselves. Sometimes that wasn't the case. That became a problem to hold their hands, walk them through everything, teach them what a front brake was. Couldn't figure out how to use a derailleur even after whoever knows how long they were riding that day. Hours. Couldn't figure out. Little buck button makes it harder. Big button makes it easier. Pretty simple. Couldn't figure it out. Now that said... You know, there are some real good times taking someone on their first ride. I just think now it's time to, when you do it, do it right. Do it slow. Do it easy. Make sure that they want to actually go ride. It's not just them trying to be cool, them trying to get rad, or maybe impress girls. They have to actually want to ride their bike. Not every person who's trying to get fit either can just become a bike rider either. There are just some people who don't want to deal with the pain. They don't want to deal with how hot it gets. I mean, just the general grit it takes to go and suffer and to pedal a bike. They do belong in the gym. They do belong on the treadmill. They do belong on the elliptical. They could even belong in CrossFit, where they like that kind of pain, but bike riding is just not it. It's sad to me, because like, I really wish that I, everybody was riding bikes. I mean, it really is the noblest invention. When I was saying that, I ruined my own bike riding experiences. I take someone up to Downeyville and we do 
you know, butchers and all the fun stuff, and when you have to hold their hand through it, you don't get to ride it. You don't get to really attack it, get better yourself. Now, when I was riding North Star a lot, and I'd take a friend up to North Star, it wasn't so bad. You get 10,000 runs. If they want to sit out a run or two, it's no problem. But when you're at Downeyville, and you're getting at most two runs or a lot of times just one you're gonna not enjoy it the same way and that's it's a real bummer so you gotta make sure that they're gonna like it and that you're going to enjoy taking them so if it starts with you know taking instead of doing your normal ride on the weekday take a friend out for an hour do something a little under your skill level to help build them up that's good that's where you should start that way the trail is not something where you have to hold their hand so much it's also something that you're not going to feel like you missed out on you know like if you're at Downeyville you want to ride it hard you want to enjoy it following someone it gets kind of boring you don't get to hit everything the same way you normally would and so on so do something intermediate maybe a little you know on the easier side on the intermediate and make sure they really enjoy it one of the other things is some people just don't like riding different types of bikes sometimes they just want to be bmx racers sometimes they just want to ride road so let them you're going to ruin bike riding for them if they don't like something. Especially the people who are into maybe, you know, critical mass rides and, you know, the crazy just ride around town type of stuff. Stuff that's really fun. Stuff that you can really get behind. Good times. Those are important things, too. Things you don't want to just interrupt or miss. So maybe they're just not into it. If they do feel like they want to start getting into something else, really try to slowly trans transfer over. Like a road bike racer, don't get him into dirt jumps right away. He's just going to sit there and stare at him. doesn't work get them into BMX or something where they could start most likely like pump track where they could start rolling around getting used to it start building up those bike skills that they haven't developed yet I mean that's the whole reason why you do multiple disciplines that and it helps with burnout burnout is something that will happen very fast if you're only riding one type of bike and that's all you're doing so take it easy not everybody wants to ride different stuff Sometimes they don't even want to ride bikes competitively. I'd say if you have a friend who's not really into it or they might seem like they are, start them off, ride around town, cruise, go to coffee shops, use it as a, a means to socialize and go places and that way 
you're not just maybe at the bar drinking all the time, but maybe cruise around and get a feel for things, get go places, explore. I think that's your number one way to get someone who's not into writing into writing. Plus, you know, it's hard not to enjoy going down to a festival or something and having a faster means of transportation. So that's my private two tip. Take it easy. If you're going to get people into bike riding, do it so you both enjoy it. It'll turn out like me where you ruin a ride every so often. And that's not saying it happens every time. There's a lot of rides I do that are great. But take it easy. Ease them into it. Don't take them to a a bike park that is only boulders and drops. Hey, thanks for listening. I really do appreciate it. Make sure you, you know, subscribe, follow, like, do whatever you can on iTunes or Spotify or Google Store. I guess that's where they're at. Anyway, just, you know, like us, get us in that algorithm, get us pumped up, get us showing to more people. Uh, remember the website. We got some bikes up there. Um, we're probably going to go a little bit more focused. Uh, maybe start doing choose a site and we'll you know open up our catalogs to you and maybe more of a personal type of way where let's discuss what you want that way we can get it to you and we can start you know working things out I I think I like that better go on the internet and pick out a million different things Um, I still think one day when I decide to get the reviews up, we'll sell the parts that we do reviews on. Um, you know, killer price. You get the bars that we run for cost. And then, yeah, I mean, who doesn't want a carbon bar for 70 bucks, huh? That's hard to pass up. Or maybe a drivetrain for 110 So we'll see how that goes. I like the way that that sounds better hire us through the website to be more of a personal consultant we'll give you the deals that kind of thing that way it's like having your own person in the industry doing it for you and then we'll just sell the bikes the bars the things that we test directly to you then you can sign up for the consultant and if you want a brand new pair you'll buy them through us through that way That way I think I can help you a little bit more. We can broaden up our range of options. Like I said, you can go to Jensen or, you know, Chain Reaction or any of those just to pick out a part. But, you know, when it comes down to it, we want to get you on the right thing. And then I can help you with sponsorship tips, um, putting together a program for you, a season. We can work things out. You know, get the answers that you really need. I think that is a bigger help than just being an online store. Actually, I know it is. Let's just do it that way. We're switching up the site for that. So get ready for it. Uh, Patreon. Sign up for Patreon. Obviously now it's not discounts, but hey, let's just say you're a Patreon member 
for the monthly and I don't know we'll figure that one out we'll maybe we'll just go to a small help us out type thing personally I like the coaching thing better maybe we'll go away from patreon until we start doing some more quality videos I have some ideas that I've been working out with some people some better writers than me and uh, maybe some documentary style stuff so Maybe the Patreon will pay towards that stuff. Maybe videos for you guys. We'll try it that way. I like that. That sounds good. We'll split the two up. Patreon to build awesome videos. And the website to sell coaching services. And, you know, the good stuff. The set you up stuff. Um, yeah, that sounds better. So, just remember guys. Tell your friends. Get in with it. Sorry the sound quality sucks this time. I'm doing everything through my phone until we get moved out here all the way. My family's still back home in Reno while I'm out here working. Um, but I really wanted to get these out there regardless. So I'm doing it off the iPhone. And the quality is going quite the same. But we'll live, right? There's no screaming kids in the background. That's the difference. All right, guys. Remember, have fun out there. We'll see you next time.